you know, it was about 24, 25 years ago, I was sat there and saw a man walk in, sit down in front of me. You know, he was sitting in the chair and just by looking at him, you wouldn't have known. But as soon as you start talking with him, you realize something is not there. You know, he sadly had dementia. He was a doctor, a well-respected teacher, a father, a grandparent, um, loved by his students, his patients alike, you know, and sadly, this was his time now to need care. Um, he's not alone. Unfortunately, there's, you know, at least 10 million people worldwide every year that develop dementia. And it's, it's really something that really is, is now close to my heart. I don't thankfully have anyone in my family who's been diagnosed with dementia, but I see it all the time. And over the last few weeks, you'll have seen me talk about uh, brain health, mental health, and we've been focusing on the, the needs of uh, relatively young working age entrepreneurs, innovators, health professionals. But now I want to focus on dementia, you know, and I'm really curious because back then I, I started thinking, how could we use diet, nutrition and, and lifestyle to delay the onset of conditions like uh, dementia? Could we use physical activity? Could we use various preventive approaches to delay, but maybe also help manage the dementia and all these neurodegenerative conditions. And that's what got me, you know, interested in the world of preventive medicine. And back then, lifestyle medicine, as we know it today, didn't really exist in the same extent. We're talking about 25 years ago. So let's discuss. Welcome to day 35 of my 90-day uh, challenge, where I'm sharing with you my personal journey back to physical health and mental health as well, uh, together with my coach, Ed Jaffa. Do go back, check out the first couple of episodes where I talk about my process. I uh, you know, had Ed Jaffa as my very special guest on day zero. Um, and today what I wanna talk about is sharing insights into how you could take some tips to look after your own health and well-being. So not only will you improve your brain health and performance today, indeed mental health, but hopefully delay the onset and perhaps prevent uh, dementia. By the way, if you, as an entrepreneur, you perhaps come from any background, doesn't matter, you don't need to have any health experience whatsoever, but for some reason, you may know someone who's had dementia, you may, have, you may currently be caring for someone with dementia. Look, you've got some unique skills. As an entrepreneur, uh, you may be an innovator too, you've got this way of asking the right questions and working with the people that you need to, to be able to tackle problems head on, find solutions and bring them to the market. But you may be new to the health sector. You may not be aware of how this health system works in your area. And if you do wanna figure out how to do that in the fastest way possible, I'd love to help you out. So check out my Facebook group, uh, whether you're an entrepreneur interested in this or generally just interested in this topic and health in general, do join the Facebook group because there's a special competition in there. Applications are coming in, so I'm really happy to see those. Uh, there are instructions in there and what you'll get access to. So one lucky winner will get full access and I'll announce the winner on day 90. They'll get full access to my flagship course, which is Startup Therapy. It's essentially walks you through how to take an idea, a problem that you may be aware of and turn it into a viable solution, overcoming challenges that you're gonna face. First of all, 
you may be new to the health sector and lack the knowledge that you don't even know who to approach to get the thing rolling basically but you'll come across challenges like uh, gaining adoption getting access to people data resources all sorts of things so this walks you through that process in the fastest way possible but in addition what you'll also get is work with me one-on-one -on -one through strategic consultancy and join my very special tight-knit group of health entrepreneurs from around the world where we're together working to um, you know create a healthier happy world through our ventures so i'd love for you to to join that and check that out and if nothing else check out the link in the description below for uh, access to my free masterclass, which walks you through the process and introduces you to um, you know what you need to do what are the steps you need to take um, and the whole concept as i said is called startup therapy Right, let's get back to the topic of today and just putting out a disclaimer, everything I cover today and indeed all these episodes are for information, education only. So do please speak with your licensed doctor if you're concerned about your health or indeed that of a, of a loved one. So in between my guests, you know, we've been talking about so many different topics. Yesterday we talked about um, women's health and we talked about how the toxins in your environment could perhaps have an impact but in between these, the theme uh, gluing everything together has been about brain health and mental health. And that's from a personal drive, having struggled with my mental health and burnout uh, about a year ago at work. So really, I spent about a year looking for the potential ways that I could improve my health, improve my performance, but also prevent other issues down the line. So you'll realize that what's good for the heart is good for the brain and vice versa. But essentially, it, it, I break it down into four pillars. So the first one we've covered is the foundation, which talks about mindset. Without the right mindset, nothing works. Trust me on that one. Um, architecture is the second, and that's where we're at in the last couple of weeks and, and today too, where we're talking about diet, nutrition. We'll get onto supplements and nootropics and psychedelics shortly. And then we'll later on, we'll talk about engineering, which is about physical activity, funding, brain games. And then ventilation is about your environment, where you live, your home, your workplace, the cities you live in, and what could be both harmful to your health, but also potential factors in the environment that promote better health. So do go back and check out the first couple of weeks of content where I talk about mindset. And then uh, days 15 to 18 and 21 and 28, we talk about introducing you to the potential impact on, of diet on how you think, how you decide, how motivated you, you could be. And then we talk about the principles on day 28 of how does the brain actually work? What are the structures? What are the chemicals that pass messages between your nerve cells, these neurotransmitters? And what does the brain actually need so that we can then learn from going forward what we could do to kind of hack our brain to work better and in favor of what we need it to do. So the first question I want to ask you is what, what do you think is the difference between diet and nutrition? Indeed, is there a difference? Because we use these terms interchangeably on a day-to-day -day basis and actually there is a difference. So diet is all about the the patterns of foods we eat and common names for various diets. I know you know all of these. Mediterranean has been the traditional one that's very well studied and then you got Nordic, you got keto which is very popular now, paleo and so on. Now nutrition on the other hand is about not the pattern but the components of the foods you eat. So it could be the large nutrients, the macronutrients, so how much carbs, protein, fats you eat, 
Uh, it could also be about the smaller nutrients, the micronutrients, like what amount of vitamins and minerals are you consuming either through your food or perhaps through supplements. Number one rule, you know, without drinking water and staying hydrated, everything else is just, you know, it's just a game. So honestly, this is the number one rule for any aspect of your health, especially brain health and indeed for helping delay the onset of dementia. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. <laughs> you know, not too much, not excessive, but just hydrate. Simple water is the best choice. Now, focusing on what food, diet, nutrients you could be looking at, I had a quick look at the evidence base and I just want to focus on one specific diet today that's been shown to be really, really good in terms of delaying uh, dementia. And this is the MIND diet. So it's, um, it, it stands for Mediterranean Dash Diet Intervention for Neurodegenerative Delay. Basically, it combines the traditional Mediterranean diet, which you might be familiar with, with another, and with another diet that's often being used to treat and stop uh, high blood pressure. This is called the DASH diet. And for those of you who are scientists and uh, love to learn more, I've put the link into the, uh, the research paper that talks about this diet. So essentially, some of the benefits, you know, it just by following this mind diet it's been shown to on average increase or slow slow brain aging by seven and a half years that's pretty significant other benefits are better memory so there's two types of memory that has been shown to help one is episodic so it's longer long-term uh, good recall a memory of specific events situations and experiences the other one is semantic memory so it's long-term memory of uh, processing ideas and concepts that are not drawn from your personal experiences. And then the last one is perceptual speed. So things you'll, you'll need, you know, the ability to quickly and accurately like compare letters, numbers and patterns and, and objects. So the principles of this uh, mind diet are essentially very similar to the Mediterranean and the DASH diet. So focuses on uh, natural plant-based foods and it limits the intake of animal and high saturated fatty foods. Look, I'm just looking at this picture and I'm drooling. Now what's different is that the MIND diet focuses on berries and green leafy vegetables and it differs from both the DASH and Mediterranean in that you don't have too much fruit. Um, it doesn't have, unlike the DASH diet, a lot of um, focus on dairy content. And then again, unlike the Mediterranean diet, it limits you to just one uh, item of fish or seafood per week and limits you on potato. So forget about what you can't eat, but let's look at what you can eat. So green leafy vegetables, spinach, kale, you know, other vegetables are absolutely great. Like red peppers, I, I love those by the way, just, just raw, my son loves them now. Um, and nuts, berries, you know, beans, lentils, the work. So everything on this list, except for the seafood, which is just once a week, which, I don't know how I'm going to cope with sushi, not that often, but no, it's fine. Once a week and then poultry, uh, olive oil. And if you like to drink wine in moderation, but that doesn't mean you need to start drinking for these benefits to kick in. What you want to avoid are red meats, butter, margarine, cheese, pastries, sweets, fried fast food. Oh, well, all the fun goes out the window, right? <laughs> So just by looking at that, I've been really short and sharp this episode today because I just want to keep this as bite-sized content. End of the day, 
diet is a vital sign. And that's a quote from a recent guest that I had. One of my heroes really is Dr. David Katz. He is the founder and CEO of dietid.com. Do check that out if you're interested. Uh, it works really well. I've got no uh, incentives, financial incentives with this startup, but essentially Dr. David Katz, he's a former Yale, I think he still is at Yale University, but former president of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. I've co-authored a paper with him. Um, he's a hero of mine, really, as a professor in public health. I've used all his content to help teach my uh, medical students and public health students. And indeed, he is now a health entrepreneur too. So do check out one of my episodes with him where we talk about his personal experience of going through COVID, uh, you know, having COVID himself, but also going back to the front lines in New York City. And he's been all over the press, you know, he was a, a guest on Bill Maher, if you like that in the States. And just check that out. Diet as a vital sign. Check out dietid.com. So remember, Two things I want you to do. If you like these, do pl please subscribe, hit the notification bell, please follow us, uh, give us a rating if you're listening to the podcast. Most importantly, check out the links in the description below for either my masterclass, which I'd love you to take, it's absolutely free, or enter the competition as well on Facebook. I'd love to see your applications. There's essentially two questions. It's what problem do you wanna solve and why is it important to you? Do check out those instructions and I'll, I'll announce the winner on day 90. Last but not least, you know, diet nutrition is just one element. As I said, there's four pillars that we're going to talk about, but we'll come onto these, onto those in a moment in the next few weeks, but really focus on love, connection, social connection, food, diet, exercise, mindset. All of these works will set you up for good mental brain health today and indeed better long-term health outcomes. Thank you so much. I'll see you all again tomorrow. Take care. Learn more at The Entrepreneur's Doctor. www.entrepreneurs.doctor. Better health starts here.